0: Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me by phone, Skater. It's the best we could pull off today, guys. We're sorry. It is what it is. I'm um, not sorry. What? <laughs> What'd you say?
0: I said, I'm, I'm not sorry.
1: I mean that's true. They're getting the show. They're, they're getting the show. They're getting what they pay for. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I just you know,
0: yeah. Let's you guys go ahead and send in those refund coupons.
1: <laughs> it's life. Look, it's like a. It's, no, look, it, you know, it's like I announced uh, last night when I put up on the socials that you know this episode was going to be a little delayed today. Um, you know, I basically said, look, man, you know, it was a confluence of life, and it it all happened. Rather quickly, and we just kind of ran out of time. I mean, you know, not to not to get too deep with it all, but Jeff's been, you know, he's talked about his fire on the show and everything, and he's been having to deal with some of that. And I had some work stuff come up, and it just, you know, it all kind of just came together to where it just resulted in no time to get together and do this prior to yeah. now. So,
0: Which is actually why I'm on speakerphone driving doing the show with you. That's which, how dedicated I am.
1: Which means at some point or another, we're going to lose Jeff because one of two things is going to either happen. He's either going to hit a dead zone for Signal because he drives all over the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Illinois, or or his battery will die.
0: I should have brought a charger. I will admit that.
1: <laughs> I, knew, I knew that that was going to be an issue, potentially. <laughs> So okay, well, why don't we go ahead and uh, go ahead and get into the um, cigars here? And okay. in, in my haste of doing this, I neglected to actually look up the cigar that I am currently smoking um, or will be smoking. And so, while I do that, why don't you tell the people what you're Cause I'm okay. you are smoking? Because uh, I am assuming you, I am assuming you, you, you are actually still you are just smoking now.
0: No, no, no. I haven't started yet. I was My waiting.
1: god, look at you.
0: I am doing a La Giana Havana.
1: Oh, from uh, our friends over at United Cigars.
0: Exactly. There you it go. is the reserve limited.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm
0: doing the Corona Single, it's the Angelic.
1: All right.
0: And I have not had this cigar and I'm looking forward to the cigar.
1: All right. Well, I am smoking the. I'm. 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 You know, I'm doing something a little different here, Jeff. I'm doing something. You know, for you. I'm going. I'm going. Going a a Jeff route here. I'm smoking the Villiger Connecticut Cream.
0: The Villiger, the Connecticut
1: Cream. It is a Robusto, five by forty-eight, and according to the description here. I'm about to indulge in a creamy and luscious profile from European-based value brand Villiger. I don't know of a value brand. I mean their sticks are affordable, but I don't want to say value brand um, th- this description is from a website that I'm getting uh, uh, ah. a sale website and it's like I, I don't really know. Anyway, silky <clears throat> a silky Ecuador Connecticut wrapper gently hugs a sumptuous combination of Dominican binder. Pardon me. I need a beverage. And uh, <clears throat> Dominican binder and filler tobaccos in Villiger, um cellular cream. I don't. I don't know. There's just words I here.
0: Cut mine, by the way.
1: Okay. Generous notes of toasted cashews, coffee with cream, and a touch of spice divulge superb aromas and mild to medium-bodied finish. Spend a day in the backyard hammock, or start mo- mo- your morning off with a smooth and approachable lens from Villiger. Boy, that was just—I, you know—I don't—I hope Villager didn't write that description because it just—it that was—it was awkwardly written. Anyway, the point is, uh, I'm smoking the Villager Connecticut cream. So,
0: which is a which sounds like it would be a wonderful cigar.
1: I mean, it definitely looks like a used cigar. I was literally about to cut the cigar, so you know what? We need to do this. The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. He's got all kinds of great cigars. We've been you know uh over there doing uh it's inventory time. It's inventory time at Riverman Cigar Company. So we're kind of taking stock of what's in, what's new and uh figuring out, you know, what uh what we got and then from there we will do the uh the the natural thing and we will order more cigars. Um there'll be new stuff coming in. I mean, it's kind of the slow time of the year. I'm I'm going to admit it. It's the slow time of the year. And, it's uh, time to get in there. it is time to get in there because you know what, every dollar is appreciated and, uh, you know, loved. And it's one of those things where this is the time to support your local tobacconist because they're all, they're all hurting, you know, I mean, generally, um, you know, they're, they're all hurting. They need your support and, uh, you know, guys go in, there's all kinds of great stuff going on between sporting events on the TV, um, sitting around in the lounge, just talking with your buddies having a beverage and, and smoking a cigar. This is the time of year that your tobacconist needs your help, and uh, this is the time of year for you to take advantage of the lounge. So get in there, buy a cigar, have a good time, and uh, you know there'll be new stuff rolling in um, just as soon as possible because uh, that's the way it works. So anyway... Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri, and if you're not in the St. Louis area and you want to support a brick-and-mortar shop, let Dan be your brick-and-mortar shop, because he does mail order. You can give him a call, and he'll get stuff shipped to you right away. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri, and with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar.
0: There we go. I prematurely cut I know
1: you did, and I very nearly did. I just started to just do it, and then I realized, I'm like, oh, wait, I have an ad to read.
0: Um, this, uh, this La Giana Havana yeah. has got its... On the cap, it's got, it looks like Connecticut, I'm assuming Connecticut mm-hmm. tobacco, but on the cap, there's like a ring around the start of the cap that looks like a darker tobacco. Okay. It's it's actually a very impressive little cigar.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: Is that one sweet-tipped? It, I don't believe so. I'm doing the uh, cold draw now, Yeah, and I'm getting just... Very it's my it's my first cigar of the day. But very, very light hints of maybe a little cinnamon or baking spice.
1: That may not be the sweet tipped one then because I yeah, know there's I don't believe it is. I know there's a Lagiana. I think it's the angelic that is sweet. Well, this
0: is the angelic.
1: Oh, well then maybe that is the sweet tipped one then.
0: It does not it does not taste sweet tipped to me though. All right then. Yeah.
1: Well, all right. Well weird. Oh, weird indeed. Um the uh Villager Connecticut cream, it is a very creamy and kind of nutty taste on the, uh, on the cold draw there. So I'm looking you're a forward
0: to creamy nuts. I know,
1: you know, Jeff, seriously, dude, seriously, why, why do you have to do that? Why? Why? I'm fine I'm it's, it's fired.
0: It's almost more fun over the phone than in person.
1: God, you're such an ass. <laughs> Such an ass! Oh, here
0: I'm gonna pull over to light mine because I think that's the responsible thing to do.
1: I think it is. I think that is the responsible thing to do. Um, and given the fact that you're pulling over now, do you just want to go ahead and uh, jump into uh, your segment since you said you had to pull over to do that?
0: I can do that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm looking for the next crossroad here Like, pull over and safely stop. So give me a minute.
1: You're fine. By the way, I am coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios inside the Ice Tent of Love. And I'm not going to lie, I haven't used the Ice Tent very much lately. Um, I, I'm coming
0: uh, to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios in my FJ.
1: There you go. You're literally mobile.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I am literally
1: mobile. Literally mobile. Um no, I haven't used the tent lately. Um I just uh it's been one of those things where if I want to have a cigar and it's nighttime, I've gone to, you know, the uh the shop or yeah. um or maybe I'm driving somewhere and I just have one in the car, but uh it dawned on me as I was setting everything up in here that um it I mean it's not impossible to think that I maybe only used the tent uh oh maybe like two or three times in January right yeah like it's it's not been frequent that I've been out here um and I realized that based upon some of the garbage that is still out here um (laughs)
0: the yeah. stuff
1: i threw in it thinking it was a uh, no no i, bin. I enf- well maybe some of the bands and shit on the ground but um i can't unfortunately blame you for the garbage that's out here um okay good apparently the last time i was out here i decided screw it i'll be out here again soon i'll just leave my snacks out here and um oh um yeah did the the
0: vermin get into your snack
1: um there's no evidence of that however everything will be thrown away (laughs) because that was that's a yes that was a well i don't know there's no evidence of it but i don't but you've just put that in my head and so that's that just means that now it's gonna get thrown away so fair enough
0: well, I'm going to light mine up now that I'm pulled over.
1: And also, it has rained and snowed quite a bit, so I don't know how like I don't know if like any moisture got in and under the tent, you know, like through the concrete slab of the driveway. And yeah. so, for all I know, like it some of these snacks may have been like wet and then like dried. I mean, I it just it just needs to get thrown away. It's kind of filthy. I can't believe I did that. I'm really ashamed of myself.
0: Just an animal? Kind of. Kind of. Okay, so... Oh, this is good. Have you had the... Have you had the Lugiana and
1: I don't... Probably. Can't tell you for certain. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I can't tell you for certain. Um...
0: Oh man, that is a good. It's mild I, but flavorful.
1: I will say when um when I got some samples from Oliver when I was up in uh oh god, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Um he uh he gave he gave some samples for us for the show and I know that that was one of them and um I do know that that was one that when I saw it, I immediately was like, "This is a Gator cigar. This is one that he's really gonna like."
0: Oh God, this is outstanding! That that cold draw, mmm, yeah. It's uh, it and, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you here on, on what you said about your cigar. The the uh, just doing a retro hail.
1: I did it's one just almost a minute ago.
0: Yeah, it's it's almost kind of like. Like roasted nuts. Yep. It's really, I don't know how to explain that on this one, but this is, this, this Lajujana Havana is a great cigar.
1: I'm digging this Villiger uh, Connecticut cream. Uh, I did a retrohale. Super smooth. Super, super smooth. I, um, it's, it's very impressive. Um, for a, for a Connecticut cigar, it's a little <clears throat> man. I I apologize. I I'm, I have a frog in my throat. Evidently, it's uh, why don't
0: you go get yourself a nice cool beverage. I
1: have a nice cool beverage and I've taken a few drinks of it, and it doesn't seem to be curing it. But anyway, um, I uh,
0: might be COVID.
1: It's not COVID. Um, but this Connecticut cream, it's very very smooth. It's very it's it's perhaps a little lighter at least initially. Um, for my palate, however, um, you know, given the fact that it's the first cigar of the day, I figured, you know what, why not? It just hit me. We're
0: both smoking, and it's it's morning, but we're both smoking me cigars this morning.
1: We are smoking you cigars today. Yeah. We are. Well, I, I was looking at the options from Villiger, and, you know, there were a few there that I think are definitely more up my alley, but I was like, you know, I just it's the first one of the day I had yes. more than a few yesterday it's like let's just let's start off easy today let's let's start off with just this and so, you gotta,
0: sometimes you gotta work your way you gotta it.
1: ease your way into it exactly and so it just kind of yeah. yep so I figured we'll start with this why not and and so far I'm digging it it's really really good so um just a little bit off the front end here but i'm'm I'm, I'm enjoying it so Anyway, well, why don't we go ahead and get into um your uh your segment here and um
0: I've got real it. problems
1: uh-oh what are your real what are your real problems
0: well <laughs> because you know how I made that whole thing up for show prep
1: you don't have that note anymore.
0: Oh no, okay, woo Okay, thank god I apparently have two show preps And one of them had one thing in it And the other one has all the other stuff in it. <laughs> And I was like, did I erase All of my show prep?
1: Oh no Okay, yeah. well it's time to find out If Gator is shitting us
0: You're shitting okay. No. Are you ready? No, I'm
1: not shitting you Um, I mean, you gotta give a little time For the little intro thing there
0: You're shitting. Why? No. No, No. I'm
1: not shitting you. Probably not. But that's okay. How about now? Let's just... All right. Let's just go. Let's just do this.
0: Okay. Now, Nick... Making my life complicated.
1: Yes, we are. We are indeed from St. Louis.
0: And... We know that The Exorcist was based in St. Louis. Mm Mm-hmm. But did you know... That the Exorcist was actually a little boy, not a little girl, like in the movie.
1: I did know that. yeah.
0: Okay, and it happened where in St. Louis. Um, was it at St. Louis University or? I
1: feel like it was at SLU. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah. there at the hospital.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I knew it was a hospital.
0: Yes. Yeah, and that that whole like wing, that whole floor, they've
1: yeah, like, bo- they they've blocked the it off. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now,
0: this all started out in Cottage City, Maryland, um, back in 1949. Okay. And then, for some reason, they brought the boy from Maryland to St. Louis, and that's where the exorcism and all that took place, correct? Uh, sure. I believe that is accurate. But did you know that later in life, the person that this is based on, Okay. okay, his name was... He was then 14 years old. His name was Ronald Edwin Huntler Huntler. Okay. Yeah. Now, did you know later in life that he actually went to work for NASA and worked on the Apollo program? Okay. He was, an, I believe, an engineer. Let me look
1: here. See, this is easier for you on this one because I don't have the visual. I can't look at you and and see if there's any visual cues of whether or not you're lying to me.
0: It's true. Yeah, but he was, he was an engineer on the NASA Apollo space program.
1: Okay. Is that what you're supposedly shitting me about? Is the fact that... The Exorcist kid worked. The
0: Exorcist kid ended up worked at NASA, helping get us to the moon. Allegedly, allegedly, Um, depending on you know how you feel about the moon landing.
1: That's a whole other one. That's a whole other one for us. Um, You know, I'm going to call bullshit. I'm going to call bullshit on this. Really, I don't know why. I just have it just back in my mind. There's a little alarm going off. I'm going to call bullshit on this. I'm going I'm okay. to say, I may be wrong, but I'm going to call bullshit. Someone's. Oh,
0: yeah, doing good. Just on the phone. said, <laughs> truck driver, pull up to check on me.
1: Well, that's nice of him. And now I see I have I think, a text message you from you. AF, I'm
0: pretty
1: sure. Now I have a text message from you. Oh,. Now, okay, that's from coast to coast.
0: It's from coast to coast, but read it.
1: Former NASA engineer revealed to have been boy at center of Exorcist case. Oh, my. And here we go. (laughs) Now, okay, again. Okay, by way of an investigation by J.D. Sword from the magazine Skeptical Inquirer. Yeah, I mean, it's J.D. Sword. It has been determined that Ronald... Edwin Hunkler was the then 14-year-old individual who went through a, ser- a series of exorcisms back in 1949 at his home in Cottage City, Maryland. Now, see, that right there is wrong. Why? They're saying that he went through the exorcisms in Maryland.
0: No, he went through the exorcisms here, but he was from there.
1: It says underwent a series of exorcisms back in 1949 at his home in Cottage City, Maryland.
0: Yeah, that's wrong.
1: And they're bl- and they're saying that that was the basis of, of the exorcist. Yeah. I don't know about that. I, just, I, don't, know. I don't know about this. Um, it's just, it's, uh, NASA worked okay. on the famed Apollo program, blah, 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 and all that.
0: How about that, Link?
1: Oh, God, you're just blowing me up (laughs) now. Now, wait a minute. The one article you first sent me talked about how he, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, okay, this at least does say that he, you know, great, it's the New York Post, talking about how he went and put astronauts on the moon in 1969. Um, You know, uh, lived in fear of people finding out the truth. Uh, always on edge. Um, he had a terrible life from worry, worry, worry. I mean, well,
0: yeah, he'd been possessed.
1: It's true. I get that, but okay. I how many freaking links to this story do you have? Good God! <laughs> now, okay, and all then in the show prep. Insideedition.com. Oh my God! All right. All right. Well, all right. You win. You win that round. <laughs> you win that round. So, um, you not. <laughs> you shit me not. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, um, since we're going ahead and doing segments while you're on the phone, um, why don't we do this? We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Gianna Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terranova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. Speaking of United Cigars, how is the Lagiana that you're smoking there? Outstanding. Digging it. I'm uh I'm digging this, yeah, this Villiger.
0: Good cigar.
1: I'm digging the Villager. and I have on my United Cigars Guns and Cigars hat. Um, just because.
0: You I got ro- a Guns and Cigars hat?
1: I do have a Guns and Cigars hat.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a guns and cigars hat. Well,
1: you know, maybe somebody should have gotten off his, you know, lazy ass and come to New Hampshire with me.
0: New Hampshire.
1: <laughs> All right, so it's time for one must go, and um, this would have been probably a little bit more appropriate for our Tuesday show, given the weather conditions and everything at the time. But um, you know, I'm still going to throw it out there But we, we had
0: a call in that that gave us one, so it made sense.
1: We did. That made more sense. That's true. But I'm just saying this would have made sense given the weather conditions at the time. But anyway, I'm just going to throw this out there. All right, Jeff, I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. You, you can get rid of one. You, you can pick one. All right. So the other one must but go. I
0: get to keep one or get rid of one?
1: Well, you get. To, you're, I'm going to give you a choice, and the other one must go. Okay.
0: So I'm getting rid of, like, are there five? I'm getting rid there's of four two. and There's two. One.
1: No, there's two. You're, you're, oh, there's only two. You're keeping one. You're getting rid of one. There's only two. Oh, well, that's easy. This is, well, okay. So I'm going to give you a choice. You can either get rid of winter and keep summer. But if you keep summer every single day is 115 degrees, but with maybe 50 to 60% humidity, okay? every single day in the summer is 115 but you get rid of winter all right okay or or you could keep all four seasons summer is what summer is and winter is what winter is but you know you we have, have you have you have the risk that you're going to get a lot of snow and ice or you know, it could be a winter like this where it's actually been relatively nice for the most part with pockets of snow and ice.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid February's just going to kick our ass. hmm Dave Murray, um, so a that... meteorologist here in St. Louis, said that, that, that February's coming at us.
1: So that's the question. You could get rid of winter, but every day in the summer is going to be hot as balls. Or you could keep the winter... And it could be what it is. You know, it could could be a crapshoot.
0: I spent a little time in the desert, so to speak. Uh Uh-huh. And I am. I'm keeping all four seasons. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) I can't talk about it. It's classified.
1: Right. Okay. Um.
0: But... I'm keeping all four seasons. And
1: you were one of those hikers that went hiking along the Iranian border, and the government had to get you out, weren't you? Classified. Okay. Um,
0: See, I Did don't. You know? Okay. Here's a little bonus. Am I shitting you? Oh God! Did you know? Speaking of that, that uh, part when when we had the we the whole Iran hostage crisis,
1: uh-huh. which you
0: may be too young to remember, I remember it vividly.
1: You talking the one with Carter? Yes. I was indeed too young to remember that because I wasn't born until 1981.
0: Now, there's the movie um, that they... There's a movie about this. Argo. Where they were going to make a fake movie. Have you watched that? Argo. Argo. Yes. Yeah, Argo, fuck yourself. Okay. So, in the movie, they talk about which I think is just crazy. They were actually going to try to get these Americans out of Iran by saying that they were bicyclists bicycling through Iran and try to get them to the border on bicycles. And then they realized that they wouldn't be able to carry enough supplies with them to repair the tires and everything. It just it became a ridiculous idea. That's talked about in the movie. I don't know if it's real or if it's a Hollywood thing, but they talk about that in the movie. So you bring up bicyclists in Iran, it made me think of that.
1: Okay. Um. So, which would you get rid so you, so you would keep all four seasons i'm keeping... even with the risk that there's like a really bad winter yes you, you oh, would you would you would take I the, grew up you would take the risk winter. of a you would take the risk of a bad winter over no bad winter but a hot summer
0: i dude i can here's the thing I can only take so many clothes off <laughs> at a certain point I'm down to just skin and I'm yeah. still hot. I can layer up for winter. Well, you know me. How many times have you seen me wear shoes in the wintertime?
1: Mm. That's valid. That's valid.
0: I mean, I walk around in flip-flops in the snow. I don't care. That's valid. I I don't really get cold. I get hot.
1: See, I hate the cold. I hate the cold. And I'll say this. 115, that's really hot. Like, that's super hot. But... That's why I also put the little caveat on there about fifty to sixty percent humidity, because humidity is what really just makes it unbearable in the heat, you know, um, at least around if, here.
0: If it wasn't for humidity, I would have moved to New Orleans thirty years ago.
1: Okay. Well, there you I go. I love
0: New Orleans, but man, when you're down there in the summer, like June, July, yeah, in that humidity. I mean, you think humidity's bad in St. Louis spend a week in New
1: Orleans. Oh no I'm sure there's worse humidity elsewhere it's just it is bad here but I will say that's one of the you you bring up that point and not to go down like a little rabbit hole here but that's one of the reasons why I really hope uh, PCA they're, they're talking about you know possibly moving the PCA show uh, from Las Vegas in July to um, another venue um, and maybe shifting it around you know a little bit and yeah. uh, New Orleans has been been kind of uh, talked about. And I really hope to God they're smart enough not to go to New Orleans in July because that just... Well, I mean, it would,
0: if they moved it to like March or April, that would probably be really cool.
1: Yeah, the only July issue... July
0: and... Man, that's going to be brutal.
1: I'll tell you, the only issue with moving it to March and April is now you're just coming right on the heels of TPE. And then at that point, you're cannibalizing your, your potential attendee audience because... What attendee is going to go to both shows in the space of, you know, two months? You know, well,
0: but I will say now, you and I have never gone to PCA. We are not. And but if it was in New Orleans, I would be. I mean, that's drivable. That's you know, that's that's a overnight drive for you or me.
1: <sighs> True. True.
0: And at one point, they were talking about. One of the groups was talking about maybe going to Indianapolis. That that would be awesome. That
1: was PCA, but I think that ended up falling through. That's a shame because
0: that would have been awesome.
1: Oh, dude, I'd have been all about that, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, back to the topic at hand. I truly, honestly, 100% with every fiber of my being, hate snow and ice. I hate it. I hate it. I hate everything about it. And because I hate everything about it, I'm willing to try hot summers with no winters because I can. Dude, I can find a fan. I can. I can. I can. I can cool off.
0: There's not enough ice packs in the world for me to want to have 115 degree weather all the time. Just for the summer,
1: literally for from the first day of summer to the last day of summer. You know that that what three month that three month window. That three month three window of
0: 115 degrees would be life as the I don't high, live in the desert on purpose
1: as the high, which means the evenings will be nice and warm and pleasant. You know, well,
0: you say that. OK, hold on. You say that. But in the desert, it could be 110 during the day and freezing at night.
1: Well, no, I don't want it freezing at night. I want it to be nice and warm and pleasant. I'm not saying the desert necessarily.
0: Think about that. And then we're going to have to contend with the scorpion.
1: I never said anything about the desert, Jeff. I never said that you'd be living in the desert. All I said is that the if high would be summer, 115.
0: If we had summer at 115 degrees, it would be a desert here. Like, everything would die.
1: Well, that's that's valid. That's valid.
0: Yeah. You're basically trying to destroy the Midwest. Single-handedly, thank you. Thank I you for mean, that.
1: it's not that I'm trying to do that. I'm Why just... do you hate farmers, Nick? Now wait just a damn minute. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, all right. Did go the way you thought it was going to? Whatever. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars.
0: United we smoke.
1: So I'm trying to get off the secondary band on this uh, Villiger
0: kinetic, is it hermetically sealed?
1: Connecticut cream here. And, um, God, I, I, it is Tight on there, so like pushing it off the cigar is not going to be an option. Yeah, and it is also very, Just very through it. It's very, very glued on there, and so like I'm worried Just if run I
0: through it, give us the flavor notes.
1: I'm worried if I dick with this thing too much, I'm going to crack the wrapper. In fact, I may have already cracked the wrapper trying to dick with it. So like I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, this is going to be interesting. So anyway,
0: do you have a knife?
1: Uh, not out in a tent, no. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: What do I tell you all the time? (laughs) A gentleman can always have a hanky and his knife.
1: Jeff, I'm at home. There's one inside, but I don't want to take the time to run inside and get it.
0: So you're smoking through the band?
1: Uh, no. Hopefully, when I get closer to the band, it'll, uh... It'll pop and uh, it'll heat up. Yeah, and I'll be able to like you know kind of kind of take care of it a little bit. But
0: have you ever done that though? Like at night, where you're smoking a cigar, and all of a sudden you hit the band, and you don't know that you've done it.
1: Yeah, it sucks really bad.
0: Mm -hmm. Because it's like, oh, what is that? All of a sudden, you're like,
1: all of a sudden, you're like, God, I smell burning paper, and it tastes horrible, and it's like, oh yeah, that would be the band. So.
0: Yeah, I've done that before. It sucks.
1: Yeah, it's not a fun time. Probably
0: not healthy either.
1: No, I would assume not.
0: Yeah, smoking the glue and all the inks.
1: It's not so much the glue because that's the same glue they use to. Uh, oh,
0: to... So it's pectin on that. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's pectin. It's just it's not like it's like super glue. Although I don't know, there's one brand in particular I think uses fucking gorilla glue with their bands, but that's I'm not going to throw them under the under the bus too bad. <laughs> Um
0: I, I know exactly the the brand you're talking about. And they they literally I joke about being hermetically sealed, but they've welded that band to that cigar.
1: Right. I mean it's yeah. just it's utter and complete bullshit how hard it is to get those bands off. Um but anyway, um other than them, I, yeah, it's just pectin and uh but it's it's the inks and the paper. I just I I don't know. I mean, let's be real, the the manufacturer doesn't intend for you to smoke through the band. Now, no. I will. the one thing I will say, I will say this. Uh, the Leaf by Oscar, with the band on that, that is tobacco paper. You can smoke through it. It smells horrible, but you, yeah, can, I want to, but but you yeah. can smoke through it. I mean, it's not like you can't. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be smoking through one of these really nice, like, you know, Classy looking bands that are on like
0: with discursion. all the all the like gold inlay and everything. Right. Out of well, it, yeah. you know
1: it's funny you say that because the band on this Villiger uh, Connecticut Cream is white with a gold uh, gold letter, you know, shiny gold lettering and everything. So yep. yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's like I don't really want to be smoking through that if I can avoid it. So no. Um. Well, speaking of Villiger, why don't we talk about uh, some some TV and and you know that kind of stuff here.
0: Entertainment news. It is
1: the entertainment news from uh, from Villiger, the and
0: Villiger, uh, you know,
1: and and guys, I you know, I uh, Villiger. I'm smoking the Connecticut cream. They have a very wide variety of cigars available to them. Um, you know, you've got all kinds of great stuff. In fact, the uh, the the uh, Villiger de Nicaragua should be. It should be hitting stores now. If it, it you know, I mean, you should it be. It shipped,
0: I think, two weeks ago. I now. was gonna
1: say. I mean, it should be hitting stores now. Fantastic cigar. You're gonna want to get your hands on that. It is a limited edition, um, but it's a, such a wonderful cigar. Um, and and just, I mean, we smoked it on the show with Renee. I I truly enjoyed it. It was a it was a great smoking experience. But I'm I'm really digging this Connecticut cream. If you're a Connecticut smoker, um, this is an this is a good cigar for you because it's got some great flavor notes to it. Um very very um like the description said, I mean it's it's creamy, it's nutty. Um I don't get too much in the way of spice and pepper. Um so it's 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 a very like easy going cigar for people. Um but the body on it, it it's uh It's not um it, it's 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 light, but it's not a mile. Like it, it's maybe a mile plus. You know, it's it's not it's not smoking air. Let's put it that way. You're not you're not just smoking air when you're smoking this uh Villager Connecticut cream. So I mean, no, I think it's definitely a good cigar for Connecticut smokers to try.
0: Anyway, um And I I would uh, concur with you on the Lagiana Havana that I'm smoking. It is really good. I'm down to the final third. It's, you know, it's a, it's a little guy.
1: I'm at about the halfway point.
0: And the, uh, I will say I was starting to get a little bit of that, like Connecticut bitter.
1: Yeah. in the Final third. Yeah.
0: But I cleared the tube mm. and it's brought it back to life. And I don't know if, if we've talked, we've talked about it on the show before. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people do this, but you can actually blow through the tube and kind of you can light like that tar and the buildup that gets in the cigar and burn that off. If your cigar starts getting a little bit bitter on you, you can actually bring it back to life that way. And I just did.
1: Well, there you go. Um, so, Jeff, have you been watching anything lately? Anything good? Anything fun? Well,
0: I haven't been watching things <laughs> as much as I've been watching things. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to divert a little bit here. Okay. So, have you been watching the news lately? Oh God. Yeah, you knew it was coming.
1: (sighs) Really, you're going to do this? You're going to do this now? You're going to do this right now? All right.
0: Do you realize there is a Chinese spy balloon floating over the continental U.S. right now?
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Yes, there is a giant spy balloon. Now, the Chinese say it's a weather balloon and it just got off track. Bullshit. It flew in over Alaska and now it's over... It went over Canada and now it's over, like, the Pacific Northwest. It's over Montana, I I think, at this point. And we... I would hope one of the
1: ranchers out in Montana would just take a shot at it and take it down. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. The government has talked about shooting it down, but they're afraid of the debris field. Now... Back the truck up. It's
1: a balloon. I,
0: I've never been to Montana, but I understand it's it's big, wide-open spaces.
1: Exactly. So why are they concerned it... about a debris field?
0: I don't understand. Why won't we shoot this thing? Why are we just letting the Chinese spy on us?
1: Well, let's be real. What are they getting in Montana?
0: They're flying over where our, our missile bases are.
1: Oh, well, that's a problem then. Yeah. Yes! Yeah,
0: and we're just letting it go. It makes no sense.
1: No, no, it does not. Oh. And this
0: is how we lose the bill of your sponsorship. <laughs>
1: Their check's been cashed. Um, <laughs> um, no, I just, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um,
0: yeah, look that up. I,
1: whatever. I, I don't.
0: It's this big, giant balloon.
1: Is it shaped like Principal Skinner's ass? <laughs> Anybody who watched The Simpsons back in the day, they know what I'm talking about. There's that balloon that looks like Principal Skinner's butt.
0: It's, anyway. it's not that. And it's not <laughs> like Mark McGuire hitting dingers and, and bringing down satellites either. What? Don't you remember that when they had Mark McGuire? And the 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 MLB like spy oh satellite. that's right
1: the spy satellite yep 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 all right yep 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 and then
0: Mark McGuire comes in and starts hitting dingers to distract everybody <laughs>
1: that's right I remember that like look at me you want to yeah. talk
0: about the spy satellite or you want to watch me hit some dingers mm-hmm. and I'm
1: like, yay <laughs> see we turned it around to TV <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs>
1: um. Oh God, no! I haven't really watched a whole lot since the last time we talked about all this. Um, I will say, I I watched a few episodes of the Sopranos, and uh, God, I, I just I I've talked about that before. It's just the best show. It's just the best show. I will See, say, that
0: you feel about Sopranos the way I feel about Breaking Bad, and that whole, you know, the Better Call Saul and. El Camino, the whole... Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Pretty bad Universe.
1: Another show of yours, though, that you really enjoy is Seinfeld. And did you see that there are new Seinfeld episodes that somebody has made with AI? Wait, what? Yeah, they've, like, made these, like... Hang on, I'm going to find the article here real quick. Um, it's, like, these new Seinfeld, like... Um, Seinfeld... AI
0: Seinfeld
1: Um okay so AI Seinfeld is taking over Twitch In a twist of technology that only 30 Rock could have predicted an AI generated version of Seinfeld is taking over Twitch The stream hosted by a channel called Watch Me Forever uses generative artificial intelligence to create an infinite stream of Seinfeld-esque content online the novel idea has taken root on the platform, and at the time of publication, the stream has roughly 15,400 concurrent viewers. Um, AI Seinfeld is a Twitch stream that plays AI-generated content based on Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David's 1990s comedic sitcom Seinfeld. The characters are rendered with a clunky 3D pixels and look like they're in a video game version of the show. The voices are AI-generated as well, and while they do some bear, bear some similarities with the original voice actors... They ultimately sound more like an auto-reader on a computer. But the AI-generated version of Seinfeld doesn't really compare to the original. You can definitely see the influence of the original show in snippets of the version. In one part of the stream I watched, the characters started talking about creating a place where they could make their own pizza crust, which appears to be connected to a bit in Seinfeld where Kramer gets a business idea to open a pizzeria where the guests make their own own pizzas. Yep. Yep.
0: But then Poppy won't let you put any topping on it you want
1: to. One popular clip actually has decent dialogue. It's entitled, Elaine Goes Out With A Guy Who Hates Fruit. In it, Jerry, Elaine, Kramer, and George wander around Jerry's apartment and talk about Elaine's boyfriend who hates fruit and might be a fruitophobe. However, the AI generation isn't able to mimic the color and delivery of the actors and it can be difficult to tell who's saying what at various points. But yeah, they're making new Seinfeld with AI.
0: That's bizarre.
1: Yep. I'll send you the link.
0: Now, you know, in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, there was actually an additional Seinfeld episode inside of Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Um, I haven't watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't know this.
0: I've never watched all of it. But you remember Kramer got in some trouble for... Uh,
1: oh, yeah. He, a he, he, a he said a word yes we won't be saying said
0: a, that said a word, a bunch. we
1: won't be saying that word jeff
0: <laughs> no but they yes. they reference that in the show they're like so you had anything going on and he just like uh you know the actor that plays kramer michael like, richards uh, yeah uh, uh yeah you know like they, yeah. they, they 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 hit on it but they don't really delve into it
1: that's probably but they, they don't the best. they don't
0: let it go either
1: well that's okay. I mean they're keeping it. They're keeping it.
0: They were keeping it real.
1: Keeping it real. Yeah. Um <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah, that that uh I don't know. Yeah, no. He 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 said that word a lot. That was really unsettling.
0: Yeah, it was bothersome.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Went off on a heckler in the wrong way. <laughs> the wrongest way. Possible.
1: Well, I mean, he could have been like that one guy that you sent me the video of where the guy went off of the heckler by bashing him in the head with the guitar.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. That <laughs> was a thing.
1: That was a thing. That was a that me-
0: was indeed a
1: thing. I mean, you know, the heckler did charge the stage, but I mean, I don't know, man.
0: Well, I mean, he was prompting the guy to charge the stage. So it's the true. guy charged the stage and then he bashed him, bashed in, the him, head him
1: in the head all El Cabong style. Guitar. Yeah.
0: And it's funny, everybody was cheering him on up to that point, And then they turned on him.
1: Yep. Too quickly. Yeah. Quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ra- yeah, in rapid fashion.
1: Yeah. Well. I've only seen that in movies. I can't I can't imagine that it actually like, you know, ends well in real life. So No,
0: I would concur.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um well okay. So that's that's now
0: now I have one more news bit to talk about. Okay. And it's political.
1: Damn it! Well, all right. I have a rant, and I'm going to wait until you do your thing, and then that way I can go off on that. Okay. But Anyway, all right, fine.
0: So I so, thought the Chinese
1: balloon was your political one.
0: That was that was the mild one. This is this is the one that's going to get people mad at me. Damn it! Have you seen? Must that, we? Must yeah? We, I got I got to go. Hunter Biden on
1: you. Oh my god! Okay. Have
0: you seen that Hunter Biden's attorneys? have sent letters to a bunch of people threatening them over the use of information off of the laptop. So they've admitted that it's his laptop. Well, now at the white house and everybody's backpedaling, like trying to say, well, no, they, they're just saying, you know, if it's real, you know, you can't like, it's, it's, it's really gotten surreal.
1: I didn't realize that they were actually saying that it wasn't his laptop.
0: Oh, that's been the thing. It was it was Russian collusion and all this stuff all along. And now, okay. now they're actually threatening to sue people for using the information on it. Well, wait a minute. Was it Russian collusion, or is it really his laptop? Oh, my God. Yeah, and his lawyers have all but admitted, okay, it's his laptop. It's just... You know, you can't make this stuff up.
1: That sounds like somebody tripping over their own dick right there.
0: The White House is scrambling trying to cover. Yeah, it's a whole thing.
1: All right. Have you ever thought that maybe you need to do a spinoff show where you can just be your own little political pundit and you can talk about things? (laughs) And then that way you don't have to draw me in on this shit. It's more fun to make you uncomfortable. Uh, Okay. All right. Speaking of making me feel uncomfortable, I'm going to go off on a minute. I'm going to oh, go off. Wait, are,
0: wait, are we closing out the Villager segment?
1: Oh, that's, that's been closed. I, 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 we, I mean, there's not really, I need to make an intro and outro for that, but I just, I haven't done so yet. And, and, yeah. well, and
0: guys, if you haven't tried them, seek out Villager cigars. They're incredible. Nick's smoking one today.
1: And I'm digging it. I just took off the, the actual full on band on this cigar. Cause I am getting down to the final third of it. And, um, I, I mean, it's just smoking wonderfully. I did crack the wrapper a little bit when I took off that initial, the, the secondary band. um, But the crack seems to be really well contained. And uh, I should be smoking through that here very shortly. So uh, hopefully it's not that big of an issue. But that,
0: that was just user error. That
1: was. It was nothing with the cigar. I mean, it's a Connecticut wrapper, so it's a little fragile anyway. But yeah. uh, all in all, no, I mean, it's smoking wonderfully. I'm really digging well, it.
0: I am down to the nub on my, and I'm, I'm I've actually pulled over and I'm going to finish it up here as best I can. But this La Giana Havana, um, the Angelic, just an incredible first cigar of the day. It's a great breakfast cigar. I love it.
1: I'm digging this, and I will say, anybody who's watching this on the YouTube, you will see this Connecticut is just a freaking little smokestack i mean it is kicking off so much smoke here in the ice tent of love i'm digging it i mean i it, it's 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 hitting all the right notes i may have found another connecticut to add to the arsenal for me dude because i'm
0: telling you you know i love connecticut i that's, know that's but I know i'm to.
1: very picky about him jeff you know that there's only a couple that i that i will fully endorse and um you know i like the uh uh i like the perdomo champagne um i like the uh aladino connecticut i i like the my father connecticut and i like the um the jfr connecticut um i thought
0: you like, and i like it but i thought you liked the uh there's a new world that's got a really good connecticut too you know
1: i don't think i've smoked that you've talked about that and i don't think you i've need smoked to try that, that one.
0: cigar i think it's a used cigar it it it, it it's a Connecticut that knows somebody. Well these are the
1: these are the four those are the four Connecticut's that immediately spring to mind that I'm like, yes, those ones I dig. Um yeah. and I think I can I you know, I'm gonna finish this one out and see, you know, but uh this Villiger one may very well have just been added to the list of, of Connecticut. Oh, oh, and obviously the Atabay is a Connecticut that I dig, but let's be real um as much as i love that cigar i i i don't have the money to be smoking that on the regular so you know we just need to get a few more sponsors it's a wonderful wonderful i mean that is a celebratory cigar that's one of those ones like you know the caller in the last episode i'm blanking on the name um you know he mentioned you know if you could have an unlimited supply of cigars for the rest of your life you know but you had to smoke one a day remember that call Mm -hmm. You know, it's like Atabay would be just a wonderful one to do that with, but it almost takes away the specialness if you're smoking it every single day. I don't know. I don't know. I would I probably would still be okay with it, but whatever. Anyway. Well yeah. Um all right, so yeah, so my little rant here. Guys, there's certain etiquette that you have to abide by when you're at the cigar lounge. And
0: And we've talked about that on on some Ask the Boy calls we've in the past.
1: yeah I would say we've definitely talked about cigar lounge etiquette in the past. You know, don't bring cigars from home and smoke them there. Uh, make sure you don't you know pick
0: on, don't pick on guys that are smoking cheaper cigars than you are.
1: You know, don't don't you know dominate the conversation and turn everything back to what you want to talk about. Um, preferably, also don't talk politics. You know, in the cigar lounge because that can get uncomfortable depending. Unless you know the crowd really really well um but uh, I have an addendum and one that i it's 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 a little specific. I don't know if the guy listens to the show, and if he does well, if he does he'll hear it he's gonna hear it, and uh he's he's not gonna you know he'll know he'll know I'm not gonna say any names, but don't he, <sighs> Okay, how do I frame this? Um at Riverman, at Riverman, there are posted yes. hours of operation, okay? Yes,
0: and, and and all cigar lounges have that.
1: they do. but like a bar, for example, if somebody is sitting and enjoying their cigar or you know at a bar, their beverage, you know maybe not so much at a bar. At bars, they tend to kick you out right when that that hour hits. At cigar lounges,
0: they're at least not going to serve you more.
1: Exactly. At cigar lounges, you know, when, let's say, the hour strikes whatever time that they close, typically, they don't give you the boot right away. They kind of let you finish the cigar you're smoking, and then you kind of shuffle on out, and the night ends, you know? Um, the staff maybe start closing down and cleaning up and everything while you're finishing your cigar, but they don't necessarily give you the boot right at 10 o'clock and say, okay, it's 10 o'clock, get the, you know, don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. You know, they don't tend to do that, you know? Um, and so if you pull up at a cigar shop, it may be after hours after, and there may
0: still be people there. There may still be
1: people that. there. The lights may still be on. And the door may still technically be open because the people in the back still need to leave. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, if that's the case, if you pull up to a place like that. I know some people have differences of opinion about this on me or with me on this, but I'm just I'm, gonna I'm
0: gonna side with you on this. But I'm just gonna say it. You you can come in and buy a cigar, but don't light it up and smoke smoke a forty five minute cigar bingo after hours. Do
1: not expect the staff and the people there to wait for you to come don't don't act like the place is open. You know, if you yeah. pull up and the, the, the door says that you shut down at 10 and you show up at 1115 and there's like two guys that are just checking out and leaving and then you come sauntering in to, to have your cigar. Don't do that. That's rude. No, that's rude because you know what you're doing at that point. You are now um just making an out hour, making hours for the shop on your your schedule. You are you are telling the shop owner. Your posted hours don't matter. I'm going to do what I want. And it's,
0: it's a selfish move.
1: It's an incredibly selfish move. And the thing is, is um, when that happens, it costs that business money and they're not making enough off of you individual, unless you buy one cigar for for you to sit and smoke and then maybe a box for you to take with you, you're not providing enough revenue to the shop to justify the hour and a half additional that you're keeping people there you know you if you come in and you buy a seven dollar cigar well okay that translates out into um roughly about 350 in quote-unquote profit Okay, and, but and it's probably
0: not even less after taxes,
1: but it's not even profit because you the shop owner has to pay the employee to sit there and and babysit you. they have to pay for the electric to have the lights on and the t v and everything and the and this time of year the heating and cooling and whatever else and so yeah. um you know it's it's a losing proposition for the shop owner to allow you to sit there and do that, and it's just it's rude. Yeah. And, um, sorry, my cigar is kind of low and I'm trying to keep it lit. <laughs> um
0: I, I had to give up on my Lajiana Vanna. It was, I was burning my fingers.
1: And so I just, guys. Don't do that. Yeah. I would hope that most people wouldn't. I would hope that most people would respect the posted hours of the establishment. And, you know, if, if they drove up to their cigar shop, even if the lights are on, And there are cars in the parking lot. If it's after hours, you know, at best, at most, go up to the door, poke your head in and be like, are you guys still open?
0: Hey, can I buy a couple of sticks? Can
1: I buy a couple of sticks? But do not expect to be able to light one up in the lounge and sit in the back for an hour to an hour and a half and just, you know, have the full lounge experience. If you're after hours, that's just, that's just shitty.
0: Let me just say this. So in any other line of work, let's say let's say you're delivering pizzas. Well, you're not going to make and deliver a pizza an hour and 15 minutes after you close no. and deliver it.
1: Every other business has a posted closing time, and they all abide by it. Every other one. And, you know, bars, they have their last call, and they have the... Um, Uh, the period of time that, you know, you're not able to get anything else and then you got to, you know, get out at the, at the closing time. You know, I,
0: I, it's, it's just one of those things. I don't understand. I, I'm even guilty. Like if I go to a restaurant, it's a half hour before closed. Like I'm guilty if I go in and get something. Like, I'll hurry up. Oh, I up won't do that. Or I'll take it no, with me. I won't do that. In fact,
1: actually, earlier this week, I actually tried, I, I went to the Thai place in uh, O'Fallon for oh, dinner. I went there for dinner. Online, or, um, yeah, on, uh, on uh, I, I thought they closed at 9.30, okay? They, yeah. they historically closed at 9.30. I got there at 8.15. But when I got there, there was a note on the door that said, close at 8.30. Oh, yeah. And so I poked my head in, because the waitress was cleaning up a table. I poked my head in. I'm like, you know, and they had both. They had 9.30 on the glass, but they had 8.30 on the sign. And so I poked my head in, I said, is it 8.30 or 9.30? And she goes, it's 8.30. And I said, okay, no worries. And I, you know, motioned to leave. And she's like, we could do a to go order. I'm like, nah, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even going to worry about it. I'll find somewhere else. I appreciate it. And, uh, and I left. And it had nothing to do. I, I I didn't even want to do a to go order because, like, that's shitty. They're probably back in the kitchen cleaning up, you know, and for me to come along and be like, oh, no, I want a to go order of, you know, green beans and chicken or whatever. It's like, I know that it's just going to create a mess. And so like, no, even with 15 minutes to go, I, I was not going to do that to him. And it just, it's that kind of thing. And I just, I don't know. It's a gripe. It's a very specific gripe. And, you know, to, uh, to the various people involved, you know, well, except the, the offender, you know, to the other people involved, I apologize. I probably shouldn't be, you know, airing dirty laundry, but at the same time, um, to the offender, if you do listen to this, that's shitty, man. You need to knock it the fuck because like it's, it's, it's
0: the concept of other people. You're
1: you're being rude and you're being rude and you're being shitty. You're costing people money, you're not providing enough in, in revenue to justify the rudeness that you're that you're bringing upon the place, and if you can't make it during the posted regular hours, now, then I need to I'm you need call to figure out. out another thing.
0: I'm gonna call you out. Okay. Because you did this one time.
1: What are you talking about?
0: When we were in Tampa, we were at the bar, and the bartender was closing mm. at nine o'clock.
1: She was closing at ten. I know what you what you are getting okay. at. I know what you are getting at. Now,
0: now you you lobbied her to stay. And granted, there were a lot of people at the bar. There were a lot so of people you at the lobbied bar. Her to stay open later. And what did and I do? Agreed.
1: And what did? But what did I do?
0: Oh, you tipped the hell out of her.
1: I tipped her 100 bucks. I told her, if you yeah. stay open one more hour, <laughs> I will tip you $100. Yes. And and,
0: that, I, and I did that's that. That's the kind of thing that makes it worthwhile.
1: I did that. Exactly. Yeah. I did that. And, and she
0: had the choice to stay at that point. You didn't force her to stay, nope. but you said, hey, I'm going to hook you up if you
1: No, if I you basi- hang around. I basically said, if you hang around, I will tip you $100. And you know what? How many drinks, in addition to that $100 that I tipped her, how many drinks... Were purchased between ten and eleven p.m. at that well, bar. Just
0: the, just the amount that you bought the one-armed lady, dude, trying to get her to have butt sex with her husband.
1: I had a th- <laughs> dear God.
0: <laughs> I well, a th- hold I... on, hold on. Is any of that statement inaccurate?
1: No, no, it's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, I had a no. I had a three hundred dollar bar bill that night. I mean, yeah. it was it was a big bill after tip and everything else you know it was a big bill but uh, but it was worth it because you know you had that couple they were having a great time they didn't want to end their night at 10 o'clock you and I were having a great time
0: they weren't ending their night at 10 they were just postponing the rest of their night to appease you but
1: I don't know about to appease me
0: (laughs) drunk drunk Nick was pretty persuasive
1: drunk Nick was having a great time (laughs) (laughs) And then you were sitting there talking to that cat about getting cocaine from him or whatever.
0: Oh my god, yeah, that guy <laughs> was trying to get me to go have cocaine with him, and I'm like, dude, I'm I'm good, man, I'm good. No, yeah, he 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 was a car guy, and he was he was wanted to take everybody back to his place and this all do lines, and I'm like, no, no,
1: no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a hard no. Yeah,
1: that was a that weird. was
0: that was a that was a night. That was the night I put the picture of you with the, with the uh, electric tape on your nipples. I did not
1: have electric tape on my nipples, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: eat <Eating> the <a> Zagnut.
1: <laughs> I did eat a Zagnut, but I did not have electric tape on my nipples. But anyway.
0: Oh. No, that was... I don't, a... know, I don't even remember why I had a Zagnut, but that's what I gave you. And you, you
1: bought you it at the airport. It was like a snack you bought for the plane. And then yeah. you didn't eat it. And so like I was hungry and you're like, I got a Zagnut and I'm like, mm, Zagnut.
0: <laughs> so I, I kept this. doing it in the uh in the Beetlejuice voice. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a weird night. That was a really that, weird night. That
0: was a weird, weird night. Yeah.
1: Yes. That was a weird oh, night. God. But uh yeah. I all... was
0: sending videos of you to like all of our buddies. Yeah, it was a good time.
1: It was it yeah, that's right. You were Oh God. Yeah, that was a weird night. But yeah, no. Um But yes. But okay, to your point, yes, I did do that. I kept a place open after hours for another hour. But you know what? Yes. I paid for that. I mean I Oh dearly, yeah. I, I well, yeah, with the hangover the next day. No, I paid for that. Look, I mean it's one of those things where um if you're gonna do that. Make it worth the business's while, you know, make it yes. worth the fact and, and that's why I'm saying if you're if you're going to a cigar lounge and you're getting there either at close or after close and they're still they ha- still, you know, are willing to sell you a cigar, you know, if you if you want to try and negotiate the ability to sit in the back and smoke that cigar, dude. You better be willing to shell out some cash to buy some additional cigars to take with you. And that's why I'm saying, buy, like, you know, buy one to buy, smoke and buy a box to take. You know, it's like
0: my my favorite part of that night in Tampa oh was God. when the girl, she she put her arm up and said, hi, nub."
1: <laughs> she was very cool about the fact that she only had one arm. I'll say yes. I'll give her that, you know. Yeah, it was kind of awkward for a minute. Yeah, but she was awesome. Yeah, yeah, she was fun. And in all fairness, I wasn't trying to lobby for butt sex. All I was saying was that it was exactly what you were. No, what I was saying is it was his birthday and you kept saying like, dude, it's his birthday. They're going to have sex. I'm like, I get that. All I'm saying is that I'm getting them. Um lubricated up enough with alcohol to where everything is on the table. He can choose to go that route if he wishes. He doesn't have to go that route, but but at least all the options are out there on the table.
0: But that might have I mean we don't that might have been on the menu to start with. I was just saying let them let him enjoy their night. But well and if yeah. it was
1: hey, did they buy a single freaking drink?
0: No, you bought all their drinks. You didn't buy my drinks, but you bought their drinks.
1: I'm pretty sure I bought some drinks for you.
0: You know, spe- speaking of Bud sex, we should probably do the My Monthly ad.
1: <laughs> so I don't have that on the board. Um, so we're just going to have to verbalize that. So My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a variety of uh, cigars shipped to you every month. They come in uh, different size boxes. We get through the... Uh, so there's the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. There's the El Presidente, which is two of them. Uh, it's, it's eight cigars for $50, and it's two of everything in the Robusto box, and that's what you and I get so that we can smoke them on the show. Yes. And then if you use Offer code Pulpit. U-L-P-I-T. Get your free shipping on the first box or 20% off any of the items at Nick's online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com, where you can get cigars and accessories and all kinds of other fun stuff, including fucking good coffee.
0: Yes. And you don't want to miss out on the lounge blend and especially our blend in Daily daily Press. Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. (sighs) So, yeah, that's from our friends at mymonthlycigars.com.
0: And uh, you know what? Did I see that our boy Nick is going to be with us at TPE again? He will. He will indeed. I I thought that I saw that. I'm looking forward.
1: He messaged me the other, uh, yesterday, I think, and told me that he got his plane ticket finally. So he is set, locked, and loaded, and ready to go. In fact, Nick is going to be Mr. Freaking Fancy Pants. I'm doing pinkies up right now. You can't see it, but he's going to be Mr. Fancy Pants. He hired himself a car service to take him from the airport to the hotel and back again. Because... He saw online that I guess the the, the lines for uh, uh, rideshare and taxis at the airport are just horrendously long right now.
0: Well, are we flying in at the same time as him that we can just bum a ride?
1: No, no. He's getting in pretty late on Tuesday. okay. Yeah. So, no, we are going to have to figure out our own way, which means, uh, you know, Jeff, uh, you know, you might want to bring some chapstick, buddy, because we're, we're going to need to figure out how to get from the airport to the hotel
0: a a chapstick
1: you know what you know what i'm getting
0: at yeah i'm afraid i do i mean i (laughs) i mean 20 bucks is 20 bucks but still
1: Well, i mean it's more than 20 bucks it's a ride you know i mean you don't want
0: to walk that no yeah but i will say now is our hotel this year on that on that tram yes yes it is
1: so cool. you and I will be able to buy the ticket, the, the monorail tickets and uh, do like we did last year with the three day pass, you know, for 30 bucks and, and, uh, you know, um, take care of that and just ride the train. That
0: saved us so much oh, money.
1: Tons of money. Cause dude, yeah. every trip from the hotel to the convention center would have been, you know, easily 25 bucks. And 20? so you got to figure driving one way 25 so back again now you're talking 50 bucks for a trip i mean in the amount of trips that we took i mean we probably saved 250 dollars you know uh in 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 uber rides you know doing that that monorail so like yeah that was that was a wonderful wonderful thing and so yeah no our hotel is on the monorail and uh you know, and actually, since we're staying at the Sahara, it's going to be even easier because now we don't have to ride from another hotel to the Sahara for like the industry party and and all that stuff.
0: We'll just be there. You know, we're just there now. Is uh, do you know if uh, Nick over at my monthly is is he staying at the Sahara or any idea where he's... that
1: I do not know. That is okay. a good question. I do not know the answer to. So um, that's something that uh, we'll have to ask him. But.
0: and and i gotta give a shout out here to tpe they were very very good to us i don't want to go into detail but tpe really accommodated us this year and i can't say enough nice things about them
1: indeed um and yeah i don't want to go into details either because i don't know who got this deal and who didn't but um th- th- the way it was explained to me is um They wanted to ensure that they had quality media at the event in order to cover it, and so they helped out in a way that was. um,
0: And somehow we made that cut. I
1: I know, right? (laughs) It's amazing, Um, but uh, no, we uh, we've been. You know what? I think we've done a good job with our TPE coverage. You know, we've been oh,
0: absolutely. You know,
1: either me flying solo or the both of us going. um, We've been at TPE now. This will be our fourth year at tpe and um you know i mean i think we've done a really good job at um at least covering the premium cigar side you know i mean that's that's our niche so i don't you know i don't i don't really feel like we need to get into uh the other 75 percent of the show floor
0: um although technically we had some issues the second year but you know but we persevered we won't get into that (laughs) <laughs> we won't get into we missed that the f- whole first day of the show
1: we won't get into that but yeah, uh that was
0: my fault that was
1: a hundred percent your fault That was a hundred percent you did me wrong and that I was nearly killed you it was a hundred percent your fault but anyway yeah, we, i we nearly
0: will, killed that guys we
1: will we will just kind of glaze past that but um <laughs> uh yeah but no i mean I've uh, never
0: seen anyone that sick. They
1: were they were very kind to us uh, this year, and it is it definitely was a big help um, with uh, with the plans for this, um, considering how expensive you know plane tickets have gotten and everything else. You know, it was a it was a definite definite benefit. So,
0: and they're now they're now not total tobacco ex- or it's, it's not it's tobacco plus. It, it it
1: was tobacco plus expo. Now it's. Total Products Expo or something like that. And yeah. and from the way it's kind of been explained to me is they've opened it up to other vendors uh, to display that um, maybe offer other products than just tobacco products that um, shops would be interested in carrying so that they can offer some diversity of products to their customers. So, like, for example... Um, Oh, like the hats that Carlito Fuente wears or, you know, uh, socks with cigars and shit on them. And, you know, just I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm going to be very curious to see what these other products are like. What else? What did they do to expand this out? Or was this simply a way for them to rebrand the show? To take tobacco maybe out of it because let's be real, Jeff, when you look at that show floor, how much of that show floor is tobacco? Twenty-five
0: percent. I'm gonna go into premium
1: cigars. I'll go a little higher than that, given the fact that there are cigarette manufacturers there and everything as well. So yeah. let's just hypothetically say that you know 40% of the show floor is premium cigars and cigarettes. Well, that's sixty percent of the show floor. That's uh, CBD, THC, blah blah blah, whatever else you yes. know. And so maybe made products, different things like that. Maybe it's one of those things where maybe it's less about. I I don't know. I'm not. I don't know without without seeing who's going to be there and and without seeing the show floor and everything. I, I it's going to be very curious. But I almost do wonder if it was a rebranding um, as a way to. Um, acknowledge and open up the fact that uh you have uh all these other products
0: well and i'm just them. gonna say this like it is all we can do to cover the premium tobacco 25 of the show in in the time allotted i like we don't even make it to the rest of the show floor for exactly the most
1: part. yeah yeah well, now part of that is because as we're going through and doing our thing, we're also visiting and meeting and yakking and talking and, you know. Doing
0: some recording and whatnot, yeah.
1: And also, let's be real, you and I aren't exactly in the best shape to where, you know, walking around on a show floor like that all day long, you know, we can, we can, we take breaks. <laughs> what yes. that. Way.
0: I take more breaks than you do.
1: You do take more breaks than I do. It's actually really kind of funny because, like, it'll just be like, "Where's Jeff?" Always oh, sitting over at that booth. You I'm
0: just twelve years older than you. You you, you, shit.
1: you just find a chair and just plop down. It doesn't matter where you are, who's doing what, what business is taking place around you. You're just like, "Ooh, chair," and you just sit down. It's really kind
0: of funny. I will say, <laughs> I'm very grateful to the to the fine folks over at uh, Drew Estates. Because oh, with the there lounge are area. Tables and chairs. Yes.
1: Yeah, no. They they do provide a very nice spot to sit and and everything. And what's nice about it is that they have two spots to sit. One spot is designated for their staff to do the ordering and the business and everything. Yeah. But then the other side is exactly that. It's basically just a lounge where you can sit and have coffee have and coffee. have, got a, have a cigar. Yeah, and, yeah it's the whole thing. You know, that's the only thing is that it's a little loud sitting there. But you know that I'm I'm sounding really old saying that. So whatever, I, but. I, Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and, and cats and boots and cats. Exactly. Um <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It's always a good time. I dude, you it's know it's coming
0: up fast.
1: It is coming up very quickly. I mean, well, let's let's hear. Just real quick, shits and giggles. Um uh today is the third and um one dude, we're we're like two and a half weeks out. Yeah, we're
0: wheels up on. Are we leaving the
1: twenty first, twenty second, twenty first? Yeah. So yeah, no, we're we're wheels up on the twenty first, and uh, oh god, it is an early flight. By the way,
0: um, I know.
1: Yeah, and actually, and here's the other screw. Um, boy, I'm just giving away all of our travel plans here. Um, all
0: the inside baseball.
1: Um, um. You know
0: what this is going to result in, right? What's that? Jerry Pulaski is going to come and, like, uh, you know, squat at your place. Oh, God.
1: Um, so we do have an early flight. And unfortunately, in an effort to save $200, um, I was not able to get us a, uh, a direct flight to Vegas to uh, in the morning of Tuesday. Um uh we do have a direct flight back from Vegas, but going out we are leaving St. Louis, arriving at Denver, and then going from Denver to uh Las Vegas.
0: Well, and how do we have much of a layover in Denver? Because I wanna see all these like freaky like like uh oh all all the murals from the Luminati there.
1: Uh we arrive in Denver at 7:25 a.m. General Mountain Time, and we depart Denver at 8:25 Denver Time. So we have we have like an hour. So realistically, I don't know how much time we're gonna have for you to go and see these creepy paintings. Um, yeah. Now we may have we may see them because quite frankly. um we uh um uh, oh. the last time I did this, and this is not to scare you, but the last time I did this, uh, it was the thing that made me swear I would never do another layover flight like this if I could avoid it. Because the last time I flew from St. Louis to Denver, my flight out of St. Louis was delayed just enough to where when we landed at Denver we had to sprint from one end of the Denver airport to the other end of the Denver airport. And I'll tell you right now, the Denver airport is fucking huge.
0: Oh, I've heard it's massive.
1: And, um, at the time, uh, my ex wife was along with us and she ran ahead and basically said, there are three uh, big guys that are still coming up that uh, can't make the run as quick as I can, basically. And uh, so they had to hold the plane for for the rest of us. Um, But, uh, oh, dude, it was a fucking nightmare making that flight. So I'm really just hoping to God that our flight out of St. Louis leaves on time and that maybe we, like, you know, catch a nice a nice breeze or something and like make it to Denver slightly early to where you and I can bail off the plane and get to our gate with plenty of time to spare but there is the very real possibility you and I are going to be scrambling and uh I'm not looking forward to that option.
0: Yes, that um, would
1: suck. That would suck immensely. Absolutely immensely.
0: Well, Nick, I'm at my destination, so I think we should do the socials.
1: All right. Well, we are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at uh, Naked Gator. That's N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That is my page. We're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit parishioners group. And, guys, we've had people join it. It's a fun time. Everybody's having a good time. Yeah, you
0: finally let some of them in. You
1: know... No, Facebook didn't alert me and when I went and looked, all of a sudden there was a pending request and I'm like, damn it, I didn't know. So I felt bad. I felt bad. But you know, the gentleman got in and he's posting and he's having a good time with it. And then yeah. um I don't know why you left him out so long. I didn't on purpose, Jeff and uh we're on twitter where we don't really do much we're on youtube where you can watch this wackiness realistically today's show probably is a boring one you're just staring at me um and then uh uh we do need your calls for ask the boys um we are banking up for another month of that and you can give the hotline a call at area code 863 and um I thought the last Ask the Boys episode went really, really well. I'm looking forward to seeing what February brings in that regard. So, guys, make sure you get your calls in. 863-874-0000. Well,
0: that's awesome. Well, Nick, it's been a show, brother.
1: It has, indeed. Final thoughts on your cigar there? You had the uh, The
0: Lagiana. Lagiana Havana. I had the Angelic. It was a wonderful cigar. Absolutely wonderful cigar.
1: Very good. Well, I enjoyed the uh, Villiger Connecticut cream. Um, I would, I mean, it didn't get bitter at the end or anything like that. I would definitely say that in terms of a very nice, uh, good Connecticut cigar, um, I would totally smoke that again. Like I, I'm not much of a Connecticut smoker by and large, but I would definitely smoke that again.
0: There you go. Well, that's awesome, brother. Yep.
1: Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody, stay safe and stay smoky. I don't have that music on the board, Jeff. Oh, um, well, we can yeah. just pretend. Da, da, I'm just going to have to put it in later.
0: Yeah. So, um, well, so good times. How this goes. But, uh, you know, whatever. You know what we didn't do? What's that? We didn't do the three cigars we enjoyed and smoked and enjoyed this week. Oh, you want to do that real quick? Is the, is the I don't have the the sound. Oh, uh, well, we'll just save it for next week.
1: Yeah, we'll just have to save that for next week. It'll be okay. okay.
0: It'll Something be to fine. look forward to, guys.
1: Exactly. Everybody can just, you know, it, we, we, could do, we could do, you know, three cigars we smoked and enjoyed in two weeks, and then we can even add a bonus. We'll, we'll do four cigars we smoked and
0: enjoyed in two weeks. Okay. I don't
1: even know if I could do that quite frankly i i've been smoking but it hasn't been like
0: i have uh smoked a buried a buried group of cigars i've got some new ones to throw into the mix
1: oh my gosh
0: yes who all knew? right
1: who knew indeed all right well there we go sounds good awesome see you guys all right later guys